Hello, America. It's Friday, and Bill O'Reilly is next. The Glenn Beck Program. So, you know what's great about uh, about mask season? A little... A Everything. Little, oh, my gosh. Everything. So much, oh, so much. I love that. Hey, mm-hmm. the president spoke last night, and he said... Fourth of July, and masks... Yes. And I thought it was really good when he said that. Yeah, that was a very highly relevant part of the Mm -hmm. speech, I thought. Um, The good thing about wearing masks all the time is you get a little maskne. Little uh, mask, mask, acne, maskne. Really? Uh, yeah, and mm. and that is something uh, you're. No love. one in Texas has. No, no one in Florida really has. Not really, really. common. No. <laughs> uh, we're talking about dry, irritated, red, blotchy skin. Uh, we don't want that. We don't want that. Chamonix is, is around for you, though. Uh, one step ahead of the things that go after your skin. Their Zotique Deep Correcting Serum is a good example of this. They have, uh, they have powerful technology to deliver the healing, rejuvenating powers of vitamin C to the deepest layers of your skin for they results want, you and, can really see. And they want you to know they will not make your skin normal. Because normal skin doesn't exist. It'll be better. Shamani It'll be better. Is, well, you know what? They, they, would, they would say that, I'm sure. Yeah, um, see? But I don't think they they're afraid of the word normal at Shamani. Terrified. Uh, <laughs> terrified. If you're having these issues, Shamani's got you covered. You get the Zotique Deep Correcting Serum free when you order GenuCell for bags and puffiness. Call 800-577-8709 or go to GenuCell.com. It's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. They're going to help you get that smoother skin back. We can order today and get the GenuCell jawline treatment and the luxurious GenuCell anti-wrinkle moisturizer free with your order every order is upgraded to free priority shipping so don't wait order now 800-577-8709 or genucel.com it's 800-577-8709 or g-e-n-u-c-e-l summer fourth of july in masks dot com and now ladies and gentlemen live fresh off his world tour Mr. Bill O'Reilly. Hello, Bill. How are you? As Kenny Loggins once said, I'm all right. Nobody worry about me. (laughs) Okay, that's good to hear. Bill O'Reilly, the author of the new book, Killing the Mob, which I still have not received from Bill. I I would read the book, Bill, if you would just send it to me in advance. Uh, Back. Now, I know you got it, Beck. I put a private detective on it. <laughs> uh, did you? Yeah. Did you? I Seriously, now, I haven't received the book. I haven't okay, received the book. Yes, you have. And, <laughs> and um, if you were a Catholic guy, you'd be in a lot of trouble. You'd be well, I'm not Catholic. And, uh, for a day and a half. I wonder about these Catholics that continue to say, I've sent the book, I've sent the book, and then not send the book. I really worry about them. God's <laughs> you pissed You have at the them. book, Beck. Uh, and and so, God is displeased with you. <laughs> so, Bill... The I I just I want to start with the big news that you think is the big news of the week. But I I, I, I'm sorry. I'm going to hijack that and say, what did you think about the performance of the president last night? I thought it was okay. Mm, Did you? Yeah, I was all right. I tweeted at Bill O'Reilly. If you want to get on the tweet, Ben, I was there. Um, He read a prompter. All right. His Mm -hmm. energy level was okay. Uh Um. He made one big mistake, and that was not crediting the Trump administration for developing the vaccine. Uh, no, 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 no. He didn't just not credit. He took credit. Remember the guy who said there's no miracles coming? There, there's, uh, there's no yeah, hope. The dark, dark winter. Joe doesn't remember that. Yeah, okay, right? yeah. Right, he, right, he doesn't right. know what he said, you know, last night at dinner. Um, but he can read the prompter, uh, and, and he did, but 
you know, when you're going to say, oh, we're the greatest country in the world. Oh, nobody else know out the vaccine. Yay, we're the best. We're the best. And then you don't even credit your predecessor for developing the vaccine, um, doing the stra- strategic thinking and the execution to get it. You come across as petty and small. Oh. But. You know, again, is by, the big thing that you have to take away from Joe Biden is that he can do certain things. <laughs> he can read the teleprompter. He can right. put a log on the fire at the White House. I read that story in he the Washington might Post. might be able to put the log on no, the he fire. He likes to do that. probably has people doing that for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but he cannot, in my opinion, humble opinion, he cannot process what is going on happens when he signs a piece of paper hmm. when he tells homeland security uh don't arrest anybody uh, don't don't arrest anybody in the country illegally so when he does that he doesn't know in my opinion i could be wrong how this will affect the country now right? he, he doesn't think it through because he cannot do that at this point. The one. Joe Biden. So what you're saying is the Joe Biden of 12 years ago would not have been doing the things that he's doing. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. And the Joe Biden of 12 years ago wasn't exactly a Mensa project. Right. All right. I mean, <laughs> OK, yes. We're well, talking a guy in the maybe middle of his class. OK. OK. All yeah. right. Um, Bill, I, I have to ask you, have you ever heard? Please play cut to. Have you ever heard the president of the United States any president say this to the American people in the coming weeks, we will issue further guidance on what you can and cannot do once fully vaccinated. So what you can and cannot sure. do. Sure. That's the whole thing. That was the best line. And I applaud you and your producers for uh, pulling that cut. That's the whole progressive philosophy. Right. Have you heard a president say that before? I, I think mean, James Buchanan said it right. once when he had the sniffles. I mean, I'm not even um, sure FDR said that, but that's the kind of, of no, government you, that they are. The, that's the kind of government the progressive left wants. We're going to tell you what you can do, what you can have, what kind of bank account. Then you can't go over it because we're going to take it. Um but again, do you believe that Joe Biden knew the implications of what he said there? No. Absolutely. And this is the key story of the week, of the year, of the decade. We have a president who doesn't understand the implications of what he is doing. All right. So, but the people around him do. Of course. That's why he's there. That's why the progressive machine put him there, because they knew there would be no pushback on their vision of a totalitarian country. Did you you'll never hear Joe Biden push back against the cancel culture ever. You'll never hear him push back about the wealth tax you, you're just not going to hear this kind of thing. He's going to do what he is told to do. I spoke to uh, uh, Rick Grinnell, Richard Grinnell, former DNI, uh, director of national intelligence. Um, he was also the ambassador, <clears throat> excuse me, the ambassador to Germany. Um, he's a he was a big deal. 
and he's the guy who released a lot of the information after uh, Trump lost the election. And the last thing he did as he left office was declassify a lot of the stuff that happened uh, during the impeachment to show the American people this was a setup. I asked him yesterday if if he can recall uh, the president ever, any president, he worked for Bush and he worked for Trump. If he recalls any world leader having to deal with the vice president instead of getting the call from the president now and i made it clear the vice president does do work with world leaders but not your first call not your hey i want to congratulate you and let's just talk about an opening salvo it always goes to the president when i asked him about uh the vice president taking over a lot of those duties and what it meant he said it makes him very fearful for what is is uh, happening actually in the Oval Office and the ability of the president. And he said it sends a very confusing message to our allies who know Joe Biden, have talked to Joe Biden as a senator, as a vice president. Now I can't get him on the phone. Why? Because he's at the hardware store. <laughs> <laughs> Which is on where Tuesday, he hangs out. On Tuesday, yeah. the only event mm-hmm. on Joe Biden's calendar mm-hmm. was a trip to a hardware store in D.C., okay, Mm -hmm. and he arrived two hours late. And he went there to talk about COVID and the impact on the store. That was it. You know, anything else on his calendar? On Wednesday, he met, and he referenced this last night, with Merck and uh, J&J CEOs. Mm -hmm. Okay, met with them. That was it. Anything else? So not only can he not talk to uh, the leaders in Luxembourg, but he can't hold a press conference. And he can't go out and, and start to get Michelle Obama's garden in shape. He can't do anything because he is 78 and he's an elderly 78. He's not like Tom Brady who's going to be 78 and still playing. All right, He's not. He's just there. And there was a movie uh, starring Peter Sellers. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Being there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in the sequel starring Joe Biden is not being there. That's the, name <laughs> the, um, uh, the tell me this is significance of no press conference 50 days in for the president. Well, it's 52 now back. And uh, on BillOReilly.com, we always take an, an accurate, an accurate look at everything. It's 52. And the last <laughs> uh, hundred years, there's never been a president that avoided the press for more than 33 days. Who was so I, that? Who was that? Uh, who was I think that was... I, I, I'm, I don't know hmm. on the top of my head. I thought you were being I should, accurate. I should. Just, well, that's why I'm not guessing. Because no, then I might be inaccurate. Well, okay, but From you the same guy up. who said he sent me the book, and I still do not yeah, have yeah, Killing yeah, the yeah, Mob. Yeah. I still You're don't have help. it. You're going to hell, Beck. All right. I'm telling you. And there'll be plenty of copies of my book down there, so you'll have plenty of reading time. Um, okay. So I, it might have been Obama, now that I, because I did report this, might have been Obama 33 days. But anyway, so if you were the chief of staff, um, Klain, and Ron Klain, he's another guy. Nobody knows who he is. You don't really get a lot of picture of him. He's just kind of there. And if you were Susan Rice, the top domestic advisor to Joe Biden, a few of these two people, would you put your guy 
up, even though the press corps is friendly, even though they don't want to see him not do well, they were so humiliated by the way they treated Trump, and they were, that they now they have to kind of ask a tough question. You see that on CNN, mm-hmm. all right? They they have to get what they want. They're not going to follow up, but they got to kind of get one in. So. Mr. Biden, with all due respect to the office of the presidency, which I've always respected. Me too. Mr. Biden simply doesn't want to do it. And his people know, you know, the upside here is kind of zero. We know that he's not going to be able to get through this unless George Stephanopoulos. They might go to George. George is such a tough. Operator, oh, I know right? he is. Yeah, yeah, and and so uh, unless it's Stephanopoulos or maybe Anderson Cooper. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I remember the last little town hall they had with Anderson. He uh, looked a little. Anderson reminds me of one of these guys in Men in Black. You know, he's got the black suit and tie and a white shirt on, and he kind of right. glasses. Right. He just reminds me. He may. He may be an alien. He. he, he may. But that's a very good possibility that everyone at CNN Thank is an alien. So, they've got to have to put them out there. But believe me when I tell you, they don't want to. And they're looking for a way to try to diminish this. Uh, Jen Psaki says, well, maybe by the end of March. you know. And then I said, well, yeah, why don't you coincide with opening day for baseball? So both baseball and Biden will have opening day. Okay? <laughs> but it is, you know, if you – Here's something you know, I want you guys to think about before we go to break here. I, I know the rhythm of your show now. Um, <laughs> I know a lot of people voted for Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. A lot of them here on Long Island. Mm-hmm. And I, I, now I'm giving them jazz, all right? I'm going, hey, uh, what do you think about Joe Biden not talking to the press? How about, do you like that? Is that good? Hey, what do you think about these 100,000 people coming across the border? Isn't that great? Oh, man, it's so good, isn't it? And they look at me with this dagger, you know, but it always comes back to the same thing. We don't care what he does as long as Trump's not there. And being a good Catholic, understanding the rhythm method, he has uh, given me a space now to tell you about (laughs) Aileen. Aileen lives in Kentucky, and she is proud that she is 87 years old. She has a lot of pain all throughout her body. In fact, it was so bad that she was getting to the point where she could barely walk anymore. Uh, She didn't do anything about it for a while because she thought, I'm 87. Then she heard me talking about Relief Factor one day, and she decided she's going to give it a try. Uh, Well, other things she had tried before. She said after a few weeks later, guess who was not only walking but dancing to the music? Yes, dancing. It's Aileen. At 87, she says my pain disappeared completely. Better still, after a while, she went from taking it three times a day to just two times a day. She got her life back, and so could you. Relief Factor is not a drug, but it was developed by doctors, and it's 70% of the people who try it go on to order more because it works for them. Try the three-week quick start trial pack. If it doesn't work, you are out 20 bucks. If it does work, you get your life back, and 70% of the people who try it Get their life back. ReliefFactor.com. 800-583-84. 800-583-84. It's ReliefFactor.com. 10 seconds. Station ID.
even the Democrats, Bill O'Reilly, have said that there is a little bit of waste in the one point nine trillion dollar covid bill. Your thoughts on the bill? Okay. Um, so you get you have two things in the bill. You have one thing that is good, and that is a relief to people who have been devastated by COVID, and that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. And then you have seventy five percent of the bill that funds progressive causes, and that's not a good thing. But because the Democrats control Congress, there's nothing the Republicans could do about it. So, and this goes back to Georgia. You know, that was one of the worst nights in American history, the night that the two far-left Democrats in Georgia won their Senate seats. That was one of the worst things in American history. And everything that you see now that is corrupt, that is harmful, is going to stem back to that night. It is. It is. And the people of Georgia should know this. But you know how most people are. They live day to day. Mm -hmm. They're hurting. Now they're going to get money from the government. And they're not going to worry about the other 75% of the bill where their tax dollars go to causes that are in the long run going to hurt them. I think the average taxpayer, what did this cost? $17,000 for the average taxpayer? Some, some ridiculous amount of money. Yeah, I mean, $2 trillion is not anything that anybody can conceptualize. Yeah. And that's another problem. Yeah. So they spend, they being Congress, spend so much money now, uh, so irresponsibly, and they're not going to stop. Unless you boot the Democratic Party out of power. Well, can they do that with with H.R. 1 that has uh, already passed the House? H.R. 1, that thing is a constitutional time bomb. If that is signed into law, the Constitution as we know it is over. Because it, almost everything in it is unconstitutional. Yeah, I don't think Manchin's going to go for that. Mm. Um and I think the Republican Party will stay firm as they did in the COVID bill. That was an encouraging thought. May I, may I play devil's advocate here? Sure. Uh, the, if this happens, what the Democrats are going to say is these people are standing ag- against uh, basic voting rights. And yeah, if yeah, the yeah. Democrat, listen to me, if the Democrats uh, don't get this passed, then they will use that as the catalyst to... You know, they wouldn't stay. They didn't stand for basic voting rights. So we've got to get rid of the filibuster. Look, I don't think Manchin is going to vote for it because he said he wouldn't. <laughs> and no, 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 don't laugh. Don't okay. laugh. All right. That, I'll try next. That soundbite is so prominent that he probably would lose his seat. In West Virginia. If, not if, if he, not if H.R. Uh, uh, one passes. Um. West Virginia is is a different situation. Um, So anyway, I'm optimistic that this is not going to become law. You're correct. It's unconstitutional because it's clear in the Constitution. The states have a right to run the vote the way they see fit. And right Right. now, in many red states, uh, they are, there is legislation, some of it's passed already, reforming uh, the corrupt um, election processes. So I'm not going to get panicked about this yet. And it all goes back to the Supreme Court justices appointed by Donald Trump. 
This will get to the Supreme Court and will get there fast. And there's no way on earth that that court is going to okay that bill. And if they do? Well, then we're going to move to Ireland, Beck. I got a nice little cottage for you out there in Killarney. Uh, you're going to enjoy it. It's, uh, it is, I mean, I said earlier this week that Barack Obama is known as a transformational president uh, for what he did in eight years. But what Joe Biden has done in 50 days is, is more transformational than anything Barack Obama did. Do you agree with that? Uh, that's a complicated one. And I know you got music that you got to get to. Oh, my so. gosh. The rhythm well, method works. Yeah. Okay. We'll put that off till next to next segment. Okay. And I also want to talk to you about the politicalization of the uh, of the military and what's happening in the military. It's, I think, a little terrifying what they're uh, starting to do with the military and the Pentagon. We'll talk to Bill O'Reilly, the author of Killing Crazy Horse and the new book, He Won't Send Me, Killing the Mob. <laughs> This is the Glenn Beck Program. I don't know why. Okay, can I talk about all of the film, all of the uh, photos and everything else that you have? We just organized some of the photos that we have into a legacy box and we're sending it out. And my wife was like, are you sure we're going to get these photos back? I'm like, yes, yes. They track it. Everything is, is tracked all the way. They take in. They're very careful with everything and they ship it back. But when they ship all of those photos back and all those films, all those precious memories, they know, they know how precious those things are. They're also sending you either on DVD or a thumb drive or in the cloud. They're sending you digital copies of everything. It's really an amazing service. Start preserving your past today. Go to LegacyBox.com slash Beck. Get an incredible 50% off your first order. Buy it today and take advantage of this exclusive offer. It's 50% off your first order. Send it in when you're ready. It's LegacyBox.com slash Beck. Save 50% while supplies last at LegacyBox.com slash Beck. It's easy to preserve all of your memories. And head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn. Ten bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. We have more with Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com. Next. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We're glad you're here, but we're talking to Bill O'Reilly Friday, get a recap of what he thinks is the most important. I want to ask his opinion on something that is brand new. I have never seen this. I've seen the government politicized. I've seen all of the branches of the government politicized. Those are political branches, except for the Supreme Court. But that has been politicized. Now it's a political body. The one thing that we have trust in and the one thing that uh, has always Americans have always had trust in is our military. And it's essential that we have a military that is trusted and deserves our trust. It's not been politicized until now. The Pentagon has attacked now uh, Tucker Carlson by name. The Pentagon website attacked a Fox cable news host, a senior enlisted leader in the U.S. Space Command, attacked Carlson by name. uh, And uh, I've never seen that before. Bill, have you? It might have happened before in Vietnam era, 
Um, but what's going on is that what people understand about the military is that the top echelon of it is uh, they're appointed people. Yes. So the Secretary of Defense, the head uh, of the Joint Chiefs, these are appointed by civilian politicians. So they're all going to do what the left wants them to do at this juncture. Okay. And so uh, when Carlson came out and said, look, it's, uh, it's not efficient that pregnant women in combat units, which is true, mm-hmm. um, then these people, because they're virtue signalers, politically correct people, right? Mm-hmm. Right. That's the crew. Oh, you can't do that. Is this an issue that I think is going to erode the capability of the U.S. military? No. It's just a signal that the military, like everything else in this country, is now full of virtue signalers. Well, it bothers me because the Secretary of Defense, Lloyd Austin, has said that there are enemies, I'm quoting, enemies within the military ranks. Yes. Uh, and they're trying to root out extremists without defining what those enemies or extremists are. And Conservative Trump supporters. Right. I'll, and, I'll define it for you. Right. I, I know that, but they're not saying that themselves. Well, why would they ever say that? Right. They can't say that. They, they also claim that uh, Carlson shouldn't be listened to because he never served in the military. But we have a civilian-run military. It is by design that our Biden, civilians Biden can criticize the military. I don't think Biden served in the military, did he? Uh, don't think do a so. Fast fact check on yeah, that? I don't think so. Look that up. Okay, so His son did. Uh, if, if there's a military person saying don't listen to anybody because they didn't serve in the military, that means Biden has to resign as commander in chief, right? <laughs> it would. It would. See, a logical guy like me, <clears throat> I don't take a, a lot of this seriously mm. because I know what the game is. And I know that military people play the game just like civilian people. It's a huge bureaucracy. Right, which makes me nervous because they are trying to make the military now into an arm of a political party, I believe. But it's, it's impossible for them to do that in the rank and file. So traditionally, most military people come from the South, come from military people, uh, come from conservative families. So they're not going to be able to change that culture. You know, here's a good example. The culture on the college campus is changed because now you have a punishing atmosphere on most colleges toward traditional conservative students and teachers. In the military, that's not going to take root, in my opinion. Now, I could be wrong, but I, my theme is on BillOReilly.com that there's going to be a ferocious backlash against all this PC virtue signaling cancel culture stuff. And that backlash is going to be seen in the midterm election next year, 2022. You're going to see that. Now, people go, oh, the whole election's rigged. Okay, look, this time around, the Republicans made big gains in the House. Mm -hmm. All right. So, yeah, there are questionable things that happen in the presidential vote. But by and large, I think the folks are going to be able to cast a ballot that's meaningful next year. Now, again, I could be wrong on all of this. But I don't see the military deteriorating Boy, I do. Um, because of some 
politically correct leadership. I, I think you've already seen the deterioration of the military now, not necessarily How? in the rank and not necessarily in the rank and file yet. But, Bill, you can't have everybody up on the top um, saying one thing and expect the military uh, not to eventually change and morph into that culture, but it would especially take a while for the, it would be like yeah. colleges. This has been going on on college campuses <clears throat> probably for a decade or more. And they weeded out all the conservative and traditional professors. Uh, now they're, I mean, the college that I went to, Marist College in Poughkeepsie, New York, was a working class traditional school. Now it's Loonsville, Boston U, where I have a master's in broadcast journalism. When I was there under the president, John Silber, it was reasonable. Now it's ranked, um, I think, the fifth most liberal college in the United States. So... This takes a while to do this because the captains and the lieutenants really run the military, as you know, not the secretary of defense. Nobody even knows him. Joe Biden doesn't know who he is. Did you see so, that? Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, by, by, was, who are you? Yeah. Or, no, the, I, I, uh, yeah, or uh, he didn't even he couldn't even remember the name of that uh, building over there. The Pentagon. Um, yeah. So let me ask you what is happening with the troops in uh, Washington, D.C. The general we found out this week of the reserves said, we're pulling out. There's no reason for us to be here. (laughs) And the Pentagon said, no, you're not. No, you got to stay because this is what they call optics. So everyone knows that the government's about to be overthrown by some guys in Idaho with bazookas. Everybody knows that it's as not, soon as they can get a. That's not you know. besmirch Idaho. I mean, no, but I'm. It's a I know, mountain, I know, it's but a mountainous region, Beck. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. It's just my geography. Wife, my wife says New England has a mountainous region in it too. So. All right. So let's <laughs> let's go to Vermont. Then. Okay. Yes. Okay. There's, yeah. there's a, a few of them there, and as, yeah, and okay. as soon as they can get enough money for bus tickets to right. go to DC, <laughs> it's going to be a giant coup d'état. So we right. got to have the military there. Meantime, in Minneapolis, which could burn to the ground at any minute. All right. There's there's set up another zone like they did in Seattle, where police are not allowed. Well, they already have a they already have a zone now. It's an armed military zone in uh, Minneapolis, and nobody seems to be covering that. Let me just covering. No, no, you can't cover. I know. But the governor of the state has called out the guard. Yes. You would assume that the guard will go in and you know knock over these cardboard boxes or whatever they're doing. Okay. But go ahead. Real quick, I just have to I have to get your thoughts on the border crossings. What is coming our way? What is the strategy there, Bill? Here's the strategy. Everybody comes in. It's kind of like an open house. Thank God it's Friday party. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Before COVID. Hey, come on. No cover charge. No minimum. Come on in. We'll have a blast. And uh, again, Biden has no idea. Biden, you know, you know, he's Biden right now doesn't know where New Mexico is. All right. He, is that someplace up by the Dakotas? So you got an open border. That's what you have. And this is what people who voted for Joe Biden should have expected. Okay, again, next year, all of this has to stop or you're going to lose your country. And that's the truth. 
Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com. You can pick up his book, uh, Killing Crazy Horse, and there's rumor that he has Killing the Mob. And you can read Killing the Mob this weekend, Beck. I don't have the book. Hire someone to read it. I don't have the book. I can't. You don't have the book. I can't find the book anywhere, and if you refuse to send it to me, then uh, what am I going to do? Talk Uh, about a guy who doesn't know uh, what he's doing. (laughs) (laughs) Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com. We'll talk to you next week. All right, if your dog doesn't know the difference between healthy and unhealthy food, what are you going to do? I mean, of course he doesn't, but his body does. When you're feeding him dry kibble food, for instance, his body is telling him that everything he's eating is dead because kibble food has to be sterilized for a long shelf life. So there's nothing in that food really that's really good for him. It's all been killed out. The dog's body knows it's missing out on key things that it needs, like vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants. It's all the same stuff that you need in your body to be healthier and happier. And, you know, while dogs, you know, have a different system, obviously, they still need probiotics and vitamins and minerals. Your dog will lose interest in eating. My dog, Uno, it was impossible. Now, I get up around dinner time and I start walking towards his bowl and he runs to his bowl. Dennis Black decided to take this problem on. He created a product called Rough Greens, and that's why Uno runs to the bowl. It's not a dog food. It's a supplement that you put on the dog food. It's full of all those incredible healthy ingredients. My dog loved it. Stu's dog, Pat's dog, loved it from the first bowl, but not all dogs do. So Dr. Black wanted to make sure that you didn't have to pay just to see if your dog would like it. You can get a free bag of Rough Greens now for your dog to try out. All you pay for is shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com slash Beck. That's R-U-F-F greens.com slash Beck. Call them today at 833-G-L-E-N-N-33, Glenn 33, or roughgreens.com slash Beck. This is the Glenn Beck program. There's something happening in Texas that I think is really disturbing. Uh, Governor Abbott, who I've been a big fan of for a long time. I I don't know what the hell is happening with him. Uh, I just don't know. Uh, He has come out against Gab. And I think this is all about politics. But you're messing with freedom of speech. I don't think there is a bigger defender in the media of Israel than me. I am uh, I have led campaigns against anti-Semitism. I've gotten the, you know, the uh, Defender of Israel Award presented uh, to me by Benjamin Netanyahu. Uh, And uh, I mean, I I've got credibility there. Gab is under attack now by Governor Abbott and saying that they need to be regulated because there's anti-Semitic speech on gab i'm sure there is because there's anti-semitic speech in america and the world that doesn't make a platform that doesn't edit people's material uh anti-semitic there are jews and people who are pro-jewish people on gab You can't have a platform and then say, I'm going to make this a free speech platform, but I'm going to pick and choose which speech I don't like. Gab, their whole thing is we don't edit speech. Now, 
this looks to be like uh, something where the Republicans are splitting and Governor Abbott is trying to, I, I don't know, play to, I don't know, Austin? I, I, I have no idea. Uh, and Colonel Allen West is on the other side. And Colonel Allen West is saying we have got to get our, our foundation right and back to Texas principles, which is you may not like it, but... Everybody has the same right. Uh, and I, I worry about Texas. I really, you lose Texas, you lose the country forever. Yeah, I'd like to hear more about his explanation. I'd love to talk to Abbott, but he won't come on. Uh, less than a week ago, he went, I mean, here's the headline. Governor Greg Abbott backs bill to stop social media companies from banning Texans for political views. Right. So he's he's in, he's in the middle of legitimately supporting like anti right. big tech type of stuff. We've had so his it's hard to I mean, we, we've had his attorney general on and I've asked him point blank. Are you going to support people's right to free speech? I mean, we are the largest subscription uh, service for right of center uh, viewpoints in the world. And we are based in Texas for a reason. Are you going to defend us when people start to come? He said, yes. But how can you say that and be consistent if you're also going after Gab? I'm missing something here. I think it's politics, which I would be very disappointed in. Yeah, there does seem to be kind of a little power struggle going on in Texas uh, in the Republican Party. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I'm not. Talk about Texas values. Yeah, I'd like to hear at least his explanation of it. Yeah, for sure. I would too. Um, but they, they, there's, you know, the gap. I'm not on Gab. I don't, I don't know much about it. I don't it. either. Um, but, uh, you know, certainly that's been the one that's been most highly uh, presented as like a, a home for speech that is, that everyone would disagree with. Right. Um, and that's been the thing, you know, it's tough because the free speech social network thing is a tough platform because you say that and you're like, okay, we're going to give everybody free speech. So the people that go there are the people that get banned from the other services. Right. And, and they're, then, the, they're also the ones who want to push it to the limit. And they're the ones that want to push it to the limit. Right. So you wind up getting more as a percentage basis, more mm -hmm. toxic content it, it, that maybe you don't want. As a, as a user, though, obviously, you should be able to control your own. You can control. Your you can. Own. Right. I mean, I, I, I mean, at least I know on Parler, you can't. You know, I don't know about Gab, but you can control what you see and don't see. And you can do that on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, and you should be able to. Right. You should be able to. But that's your choice. Again, this is the thing that I think people because that's true. They have all those tools on Twitter, on Facebook, everywhere. You can control your experience pretty closely. The issue is the left does not want you to control your experience because they don't Correct. like the way you're controlling it. Correct. They want to be able to but control is, your experience for you. This is the social media is the modern telephone. It is. Are you going to ban telephones because some people say on telephones things that you don't like? And some people just shouldn't have telephones because they can organize people? That's insanity. It's insanity. This is the way people communicate. And there is going to be speech you don't like. Become a free speech absolutist. That does not make you an extremist. That makes you a constitutional American. This is the Glenn Beck Program.